Today is the 1st of March. I thought I would talk about why teenagers mean so much to me. I guess a lot of us, when we grow up and age, don't think about being a teenager anymore. Lately in our society, teens have really fallen by the wayside when it comes to protecting them and teaching them how to cope. They're surrounded by negativity and anger and loss and grief, yet we expect them to navigate the world without much guidance or we put a band-aid on things and have knee-jerk reactions to their mental health crises and suicide ideation that seems to happen all the time now. I don't think it's necessarily a new thing, but I think it's more pronounced and more common because of all the tragedy in our world, especially since 9-11 and some of the social media bullying that goes on. You know, we're in a age of social media constantly now, affecting everybody. The internet really changed the lives of my children and it was just beginning back then. And there wasn't a lot I could do about it because I didn't know or have tools to guide me. I would try to take it away and limit hours for my oldest son, who's a Gen Xer. And he would cry child abuse or run away to my parents' house. And my mother even told people that she was raising him because he wouldn't stay at my house where the rules and the boundaries were set in place when he got angry at me. I was a single mom for most of his life because his father certainly didn't want to raise him or know how to raise him and expected him to maintain a relationship with him. So he expected the child to be the leader in their relationship, which was ridiculous. And now his father has died by suicide. So yeah, mental health has been um, the most important thing in my life, I believe. I used to tell my father that without good mental health, um, I couldn't make decisions and neither could my children. Decisions that would stick or decisions that would be healthy. 
And I think my father finally understood that before he died. But anyway, teenagers matter and a lot more than most people give them credit for. If you hear me in the background, I'm taking care of my mental health today and I'm painting my, my bookshelf. A bright, colorful blue because I'm getting ready to completely remodel my craft room, which is for my mental health and for my um, direct sales business, businesses that I do at home now, instead of working for a government agency that tries to make people healthy who are not Go figure. They say mental health matters, but they end up destroying lives before being able to put them back together, in my opinion. So teenagers um, really reflect the heart of our country, I think, if you look at them closely enough and if you listen to them. Part of my testimony is how a teenager saved my life. When I was a teen, when I felt hopeless and not understood by my parents, I had no siblings, I had no examples um, in my household of what a healthy adult would look like or what a healthy teenager navigating through to adulthood would be like. My mother had severe untreated mental illness of anorexia with control issues. It's what we call it now in the DSM. And that caused her to be OCD and to try to control everything on the outside of her because she never could deal with her abuse and her internal issues were never spoken about when she was abused as a young child. I suspect before the age of five she was abused sexually. So she took a lot of her insecurities out on me and tried to control my behaviors. And when I wasn't perfect or proper the way she wanted me to be, um, that was a big disappointment. So, I rebelled. And basically did the exact opposite of what her expectations were because her expectations were unrealistic. 
so instead of being a slight disappointment, by the time I was a teenager, I made sure that I was a big, loud disappointment. And so I was creative. I painted on walls and uh, designed my own clothing and altered a lot of it and refused to fit inside a box of what she would consider the norm. And often found myself um, an outcast within my family of her peers, I guess I would call them, her family and her peers. Um, because I sure resonated with the hippie culture and the music and the artists. And so when I felt depressed and sad or alone in seventh and eighth grade, especially in my religious community, which I was forced into, um, and didn't, didn't quite understand, I had friends. I had friends who would invite me to their religious expressions and events and Sunday schools or vacation Bible schools. By the time I was a teenager, luckily my parents let me attend other things. That was a gift. As a teenager, I got to go to a youth group in my neighborhood with a girl named Jean, who I still remember in seventh grade gave me one of those pocket New Testaments. You know the ones, the blue or the white ones. And I credit her for saving my life. And I also credit um, Jesus for um, coming into my heart because of her. I always knew that God was with me. I'm a young, young child, um, and my name means believer in Christ, and that is a gift from my biological parent, my biological mother, and I don't believe that's a coincidence, because my heart knew God, but Jean gave me this little Bible and said, one summer, so that would have been the summer of 1972, I believe. 
She said, if ever you're feeling lonely or scared or afraid or any of the emotions, you can look them up in this little Bible. And she wrote to me, sorry, I'm making noise. She wrote me in a letter in it because there's a place in those little Bibles to um, write a note to the person you give it to. And if I had it right in here, I would read it to you. It's in my purse. I still have it, I carry it. And she taught me how to look in the help section of my little Bible. And I was so afraid of my mom seeing that I had this Bible because in my current religion of my mother's, we didn't have Bibles that I knew of. At least we didn't carry them. I think we might have had one on the book in the bookshelf and I knew my dad had one in the basement that I could look at. But anyway, long story, I know. Jean gave me this Bible and I treasured it because it was given to me by my peer. It wasn't something that a teacher told me to read. Not that I didn't love my teachers. I actually loved all my teachers. It wasn't an assignment. I guess that's what I'm saying. It was given to me right before we went into her um, vacation Bible school youth group type week that I got to go to at her church with her and I loved it. It was so much fun. I felt like I belonged there. So for an only child adopted girl, that was a big thing. I wasn't afraid. I was, I was really an introvert back then. So I didn't feel out of place. I felt cared for immediately when I met the youth pastor, the youth pastors. And she gave me this little Bible. And so from that time on, I carried that little Bible in my back pocket of my bell bottoms or shorts. In the summer, it was shorts. And I still believe she's the reason that I came to know Jesus. So there you have it why teenagers mean so much to me and why it's so important to me that we support them. They are dying because of what they see adults do. They take drugs because of what we do or what they learn from us, I think. They're in danger more now than ever because of gun violence and fentanyl. And they're afraid to come to us. 
and share their feelings most of the time. And I understand that. Um, even when I swore my kids would never be afraid of me, they were my two boys. Um, and I don't think it's fear of, I think it's fear about disappointing us because I lost my youngest son to suicide after his army service. And he used to tell me that he was glad he could talk to me. So in the army, they taught him not to. They taught him to be brave at 18 and 19 and 20. And they taught him not to disappoint his parents. So what does that tell you? That mental illness would be a disappointment and that being weak is a disappointment. When we know, those of us who have struggled with mental illness know that asking for help and reaching out for coping skills and support is actually a sign of strength. So please remember that teenagers have so much to offer and give. And with a little help and a little knowledge of a spiritual guide in whatever shape or form they give each other can be life-saving. Their friends and their support groups can be life-saving. So let's not shame them for that support. Let's teach them coping skills. Let's teach them breathing exercises, grounding mechanisms, coping strategies for the future, coping mechanisms for one day at a time. Let's respect them and their brains and the development they're at right at this moment and not expect them to be many adults yet. And most of all, let's listen to them and not try to form them into us and what we expect them to be. And Jean, if you ever, ever hear this, thank you for saving my life.